Welcome to Santa Fe College. My name is Vilma Fuentes, and this is our podcast, Developing Global Citizens. As we prepare to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month, I am delighted to welcome two Latinas um, on campus, Olga Asimbaya, Assistant Registrar, and Ismelda Alvarez, Admission Specialist. Welcome, ladies. Hello, Ismelda. Hey, (laughs) I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Thank you so much. So, um... It's fascinating to have both of you here, and uh, well, I know a little bit about your stories and what brought you to Santa Fe, but I'm going to ask if you could please share that with the rest of us, and I think, Olga, I'm going to begin with you. So, Olga, you started your, you're now serving, again, as the assistant registrar, but when you started at Santa Fe, you started as a student, right? Yes. Tell I, us about that, please. I started... Um, I started in the ESL program. No, I started in the adult education program. Adult education, adult education ESL. Program. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the ESL program. It used to be an ESL program, ESL program for two years. Uh, so I went to the adult education. And then when I realized I can, I have an AA degree because when I came here, I didn't know any English at all, like nothing. So when I was able to say, hey, um, my name is Olga, and I have an AA high school diploma. They say, oh, then you can go to the ESL program. So, okay, so so if you, let's pause for a second, because you've done a lot here. So you came here, and when you started, it was the adult education program where they're teaching English as a second language. And really, we can accept anybody, whether you know a little bit of English or no English, right? Yes, yes. So what were you doing at that point in your life that brought you, you know, and how did you even hear about us? Well, um, I used to work, uh, when I came here, I used I went to work to in the farms. I used to pick up vegetables, I used to pick up tomatoes, squash. Um, I used to be, a, oh, I was a single mom, and I needed to work. And, um, but, you know, I just work in the farms. And was that in Alachua County, or what city? Yes, I used to uh, work in Alachua County. Uh-huh. And the reason why I started working there is because I didn't know English. And right. some, someone from the migrant program, the, you know, they go and help migrant people, uh, told me you should go into to school and learn English. Excellent. And were you, were the other people working on the farms, were they also Spanish speakers or Hispanics? Where were they from? Oh, there are a lot of Spanish people that come. Um, some of them cross the border. Some of them are legal, but they don't speak English. Like I didn't speak English. And then um, uh, at that time, there was not much people that speak, you know, Spanish in different places. So um, we, that's the beginning. That's where we started. And, and where are you from? Where were you ra- born and raised? Well, I grew up, I, I was born in Ecuador until I was 15. Then I moved to Dominican Republic. Great. And how did you eventually get to Florida or Alachua County? Well, I got married with a... American citizen. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to New York. In New York, nobody, I didn't need to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So I live in New York, and then eventually I moved to Florida um, because of a um, situation, you know, right. a abusive situation. So I got freedom 
in Florida. <laughs> you got freedom in Florida, and you learned English in Florida. Yes. Okay, yes. so you started learning English at the basic level. We call it through our English uh, as a second language program through adult education, and then from there they told you about the English for academic purposes. I'm guessing, EAP. Um. Yes. Okay. I I spent uh, in the EAP program. There used to be a few semesters program. Uh, some time I graduated and then I kept going, you know, from the program and I kept going to, uh, from my AA, my first certificate, uh, business certificate, my um, AS, my AA, my bachelor's, you know, eventually, little bit by little bit. You just kept studying. And so what's, uh, what bachelor's did you complete? I uh, complete my organizational management. A bachelor's, bachelor's. In organiza bachelor's in organizational management. And and I think my recollection is you were working here as a student, right? Like yes. part-time? Oh, my gosh. Santa Fe housed me. It's my home. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, because of all the awesome programs that Santa Fe has, I started working as a um, um, financial aid um, and work study. Work study. I was work study first. Uh, I work at the gym. Uh -huh. Lovely, so beautiful people. <laughs> it was a, it was awesome. And um, then I, then I went to work in the uh, health sciences mm -hmm. as a part time. I had a part time. Then I got a full time in the health sciences administration. And yeah, and so on. I keep moving forward in different departments. And what about your kids? You said you were a single mom. What have oh, they yeah. done? Oh, my kids, my daughter is is going, she got her AA degree here. That's Anna. And she's doing her AS right now. She's graduating in fall and she's going to follow her uh, biotechnology uh, oh, bachelor's wonderful. here. After, <gasps> excellent, fall. excellent. And then my kids used to come to class with me. The college, the professors were so awesome. Sometimes I didn't have daycare. And so I sit them down in the corner with a movie and earphones. And, That's wonderful. And I made it. You made Everybody it. Can you made it. Mm -hmm. And you were just telling me some really great news. You are about to start a new academic program. Yes. I got accepted for my master's degree at and UF. At the University of Florida. And what will the master's be in? In higher education. Higher education. Wow. How exciting. <laughs> okay. So I think for me, the lesson of the story is don't stop. Don't give up. Don't yes. stay still. Keep going and it'll only get better. Yeah, and if you're honest, you know, you talk to your professors, like in my case, um, I had a newborn, like my four kids, and uh, I was single, and I I had to take my class online. Um, I will breastfeed and listen to the class, right. <laughs> and then uh, I will talk to the professor, and if you don't understand something, it's really, really important to ask, you know. They're really friendly, they 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 always answer to your questions, and they help. If you want to do it, they, you make it. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, Ismelda, okay, so you, were you a Santa Fe student? No, I was not. So okay. I got into UF, I stepped into UF with a full ride scholarship called Match of Florida Opportunity Scholars Program. And then through that, um, once I graduated, I realized like I wanted to work in higher education, specifically work with students, um, hi high school students who might be considered first generation. And going through what I went through, my experience being a first generation college uh, student, I knew there was a lot of obstacles that people face. And so that's what led me kind of to work here at Santa Fe College. So 
Okay, so let's backtrack a little. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about yourself. Where where were you born or raised, and mm-hmm. what were your experiences growing up? Yeah, so I grew up in what we call Jennings, Florida, um, but I always tell people I grew up in Hamilton County because Hamilton County composed, is composed of Jennings, Jasper, and White Springs. We all went to one high school. It's North Florida. Um, it's an hour away from here before you get into Georgia, and um, Jennings, Florida is mainly a lot of agriculture, so there's a lot of Hispanics there, uh, specifically um uh, Mexicans and a few Guatemalans there and they all work in the fields they all work uh, picking um, vegetables specifically tomatoes there in Jennings because we have a specific company so I grew up as the daughter of a migrant farm worker um, and so once again because there's a lot of farm workers in the area I also grew up translating and interpreting for a lot of people in my community as early as like 10 years old um, so I would go with them to the hospitals or even to jails and um, doctor visits I would drive for them so um, um, I would just like kind of become like a service for, for the people in my community. Um, and my dad always emphasized the importance of giving back to our community as much as possible. He is a single father. So at the age of 10, my mother walked out of my life and my dad became a, a single parent and um, working a minimum wage job out in the fields, raising two teenagers on his own. So, um, you know, the struggle is real. Um, we grew up eating eggs, beans, and tortillas for much straight. Um, but I am grateful for those struggles um, because I know the importance of hard work, no matter what. My dad always emphasized the power of education. And then at nights, we used to have like two-hour speeches from him talking about the importance of education and breaking the cycle of poverty. But I'm so glad that he believed in us at a young age because even when I couldn't believe in myself, he said, you have more. And now um, my brothers and I, we've been able to accomplish so much. Um, they have been huge huge blessings and I couldn't do it without the support of my dad or even like without my faith but um that's one of the things that I want to continue to give back to people is just give hope because I know what it's like um in the midst of of life's darkness just to feel like there's no hope or you have these dreams you have these big goals but I think all things are definitely possible so you made it from high school you went from high school to the uf as a Mm -hmm. recipient of the match and opportunity scholarship so does this mean you were a straight a student and you had super high sats or acts no definitely not tell me Um, about that so i was an honor roll student all my life for the most part except for middle school because middle school was a different story you know you're trying to find yourself (laughs) um but for the most part i i worked really hard um as far as like act scores sat scores no um with that has to come with like studying and obviously like speaking two languages and, and all that kind of stuff but um, not necessarily. I had um, average grades for sure and, and definitely was top 10 of my class. Excellent. But you applied and you got in. Yes. And so what did you study at UF? Um, public relations. Excellent. So I love talking to people, anything to do with people. <laughs> I'm like, give me give me talking to crowd. Give me talking to people. I love event planning. Don't give me math so much or science. Right. right. Okay. So, but, but then you went from public relations into a community college Mm -hmm. why yes because I've always been passionate about education once again um, coming from my community a lot of people don't go to college Um, mainly that comes because they don't know the process of college I didn't know uh, the process of college I just knew I had to go right I wasn't sure where I was gonna go UF wasn't even my dream school I didn't want to go to UF but they were like hey here you go you got in you got a full ride scholarship and I was like okay 
I guess I'm a go. Um, of course, my faith plays a huge part in that. And so ended up moving to Gainesville. My older brother, who's a year older than me, he was at UF already because that was his dream school. Um, and so I had him to kind of be like a source to me. But even then, going through senior year, uh, basically by myself, I was able to call my brother every once in a while, but still going through that whole process alone. It can be overwhelming having um, someone in your household who doesn't know the college process. It becomes even more overwhelming. I was just like, Dad, like, I need money to pay for this admissions fee. And, and he's like, okay, how much is it? And he supported me financially as much right. as possible, but he couldn't really help me with specific words or Florida residency or even just a whole application process. So going through that process, I knew I wanted to work with people. I knew I wanted to do some kind of giving back to individuals. And when I saw the position, because um, I was actually after graduation thinking about moving to Jacksonville, I got accepted into Teach for America. And I was like, I want to do this. I want to work with students no matter what. And something told me don't go. So I was like, okay, if I don't go, what am I supposed to do? Saw a job position um, at that time as recruitment specialist, which was a part-time position. And it sounded perfect. I was able to work with, with like high school students to get into college. And I was like, I think this is what I want to do. So did my interview and they were like, we want you, which is my former supervisor or is my supervisor right now, Quentin. He's like, yeah, like, like, listen, we want to hire you. And uh, started off as a recruitment specialist for a year to follow year, got a full-time position working for as a past program coordinator. And I was able to go more into the high schools through that, um, through that position. And um, been able to to see the students here in the area too because yes you can be a student um, at UF but then I realized too the more that I got involved in the community as a college student there's students 10 minutes down the road who are dealing with um, you know homelessness who they're hungry they're dealing with with life situations and I didn't want to be just caught up in this like college bubble I wanted to get out into the community and really make a difference um, and it's always something that I've been driven to do is to help out no matter where I am and to make a difference like whatever that is whatever that may look like um, I truly believe in the in the power of one of reaching one person it's not about about a huge group of numbers, but you can literally change one person's life and you change that person's life, you change generations, you can change your whole community. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I'm a proud graduate of the University of Florida, but I work at Santa Fe College and I, I know that especially today, uh, it's very, very difficult for high school students to make it into the University of Florida immediately out of high school. No matter how good your grades are, no matter how high your, your SAT scores, it's just very challenging. And um, mm -hmm. I think it coming to a community college like Santa Fe is really a great option. So, so if you want to reach people, if you want them to say, hey, look at a path I've followed, um, you can come to Santa Fe and you could complete a bachelor's yeah. like Olga did right here at mm -hmm. Santa Fe, like you or like your daughter is doing yes. now, right, through the yes. biotech program. Or you could just come and complete your AA and transfer to the university, any, any of our public universities mm -hmm. here. So it's a really great choice. And... Um, so, so wonderful. So, so, um, well, either one of you, I think both of you have been working on this, but I'm going to specifically ask Ismelda, um, you've been trying to do a lot of new innovative things, doing outreach specifically to the Spanish speaking community here in Alachua and Bradford County. Tell us about that. Like, what are you trying to do? Why? How can the rest of us know and help you? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. 
So uh, being one of like the full-time Spanish speakers in the office, I get a lot of emails, people come into the office, they want to know more information about admissions and getting to Santa Fe, whether it's to come and, and um, learn English through the ESOL program, mm -hmm. whether it is uh, to start a degree. Um, they're coming from different backgrounds. So I was getting the same questions that we typically do, and I was like, you know what, why we don't just host an event that can target all of them Yes, I will still be able to individually work with people, but I also knew that there's a group of people out there that I haven't reached. People who might be afraid to ask questions, people who don't know where to start. Just like starting anything, not just college, but for example, working out. You know, I love going to the gym, but I, as someone who's been consistent to the gym, I can tell you there's a lot of information out there about working out too. And you, as people, we get overwhelmed when there's a lot of good information out there. And I was like, you know what, let's just start something to give people information. And then from there, they'll be able to ask those questions because they don't know what to ask either. Just working with first-gen students, not just a Spanish-speaking population. And I thought about the idea. I said, okay, I'm a, I'm a kind of create a proposal. Um, and then I brought it up to my, to my boss and he was like, go for it. And I was like, okay, cool. And so from there, I started putting everything together and knew what was needed. I knew we needed um, a space. I knew we needed to um, find ways to target this, reach out to the marketing department. I said, hey, we need to create a flyer that's going to be um, – that's gonna specifically target the population we want to target. That included colors, that included unity, that included, um, you know, just just everything. And I said, we need a name for this. And then I wanted the name to be powerful. And the name I came up with was Sigue Soñando, brought it up to the planning team. I said, what do you think about this? Uh, Cause I don't want it to be like corny, but I also want it to be inspiring. And so Sigue Soñando was translates to keep dreaming because every single person that I've talked to and that I've interacted with, they have a dream no matter what that dream is. And I've spoken to like families. Um, families have came into the office from mom, dad, grandma, even, and the siblings, and, and they all have a dream. And we here at Santa Fe College have something for every single one of them, whether it is to start the ESL program or if it is to finish their bachelor's or if it is even to start on an AA degree. So that's where um, the name came from, the event uh, kind of came from. And um, I mean, Vilma, you were there, like the energy was there. People people are hungry for this kind of information. And if people are hungry for anything, we should be able to, to feed them, right? We should be able Absolutely. to give them that information that they're seeking for. Um, and there is a population out there. And we kind of went in blindly, not knowing what to expect. And I think the outcome was just like super great. And we can say that. As a community college, we're serving our community and then serving that community was the Spanish-speaking community. So I'm definitely excited to see moving forward. And I think we're going to have another Sigue Soñando event uh, now in the fall. Mm -hmm. Yes? Yes. Excellent. Awesome. Um, so, Olga, let me ask you a... I'll ask you a personal question, which some people would say is rude, but I'm going to do it <laughs> um, for our audience. How old were you when you decided to come to college to A, learn English, and then, you know, do English for academic purposes, and then start the AA? G give me, were um, you 18? Were you 22? I was about 22. 22. I was about 22, and um, 22 with three kids. <laughs> 22 with three kids. Yes. And as you were going through classes here, would you say the students were younger than you, about the same age? Were they older? Like, I guess I'm trying to get at who are the people that come to college at Santa Fe? Well, um, the ESL program 
had a lot of older people like me, like 20, 22, 25, but they have, we have a lot of young students from other countries, um, uh, Asian students that were really young and like 18, 17. Then we have um, older people. We have, I remember having friends, uh, co uh, classmates. Um, there was a psychology, a psychologist from Colombia, um, a doctor from Colombia too. Um, we have a variety of students. Yeah. Uh, right, because our ESOL program and our EAP program I mean, isn't just for people with no college degree, mm -hmm. right? You can come from another country, mm -hmm. uh, Dominican Republic, Ecuador, Peru, whatever, and maybe you have a profession in your country, but what you're missing is English. English. And so exactly. here's the community college to serve you, mm -hmm. to help you learn either the basic English you need to be functional in society, or to get that English up to that academic level you need to exercise your profession or maybe continue into graduate school. That's why we have English for academic purposes. Um, I know I can tell you uh, teaching courses in the past that I've had students older than me. I've had students, you know, in high school dual enrollment, and I've had students in their 40s, 50s, even 60s. Yes. Like it runs the gamut. It's really diverse. And you can have families too. I remember a... Um one of my uh, classmates was the wife and the husband. <laughs> and they have kids that were in college already, and they came, you know, to take classes at Santa Fe in, in the ESL program. And, you know, there's always um, people that are older that come late, and they don't know the, the language. And, you know, Santa Fe was it's awesome for that. It's so if you're someone in the community, whether you're in high school right now or you graduated high school and started working and you're just not happy or you're older with kids and you're thinking, I've really got to do something with my life, what, what do we tell them? What, uh, Ismelda, what would you tell them? How do you get started? Yeah, definitely go to the Santa Fe website first. Um, look at the academic programs we have to offer. You can definitely complete an application at Santa Fe. It takes less than 15 minutes to complete. Our application is free. Um, and then from there, you'll be able to walk through the whole admissions process and even talk to an academic advisor. And I, I would add that if people get stuck, whether you're a Spanish speaker or an English speaker, if you're stuck of like, what is this Florida residency thing? How mm -hmm. do I prove this? Oh my gosh, this is a very long and complicated document. Um, there's people here to help you, right? Mm -hmm. Either in the Office of Admissions yes. or the Registrar's Office. Yes. Uh, and they speak Spanish and English. <laughs> no, we have a lab. And I had a lot of students that um, come and need help. They don't speak English and they just need help and they didn't need to understand what is this about. So anybody's welcome to come to the Admissions Office or the Office of Registrar for um, help with their applications. So... And if you're not a student, what if you're someone who's just looking to work here? The two of you work at Santa Fe. Um, what would you tell them about Santa Fe? Ismelda, you, you're, you've been here less time. Uh, what, what advice would you give? What tips? Um, I mean, I really love working here, you know. Um, I enjoy my job. Um, I think at least in, I've been in the Office of Admissions, but the culture is great, um, very much student-focused. If you're passionate about working with students, you definitely want to be here. Um, and I love my coworkers. We always have a great time together. 
And I'm going to tell you, Ismelda, and others out there in the audience that if you finish your bachelor's and you want to get a job and you want to come work here, you could be like Olga and keep studying. Um, Santa Fe College has tuition waiver programs, so you can either continue mm-hmm. studying at Santa Fe and get tuition waivers, or you could go to the University of Florida, enroll there, and the college basically covers the tuition. Isn't mm-hmm. that so, Olga? Is that is that how it's working for you? Yes, yes. Santa Fe will pay for um, my tuition, and that's a blessing mm-hmm. <laughs> that not everybody has. And um, but I think coming to work even part-time here is a great thing. It's, it's a great opportunity. I've seen people coming to work at the uh, units, and, you know, they're very older people that have retired. They can come and work part-time, um, you know, and help with the community and be together. We work together. Very nice. That's Santa Fe. Well, I want to thank the two of you ladies for taking the time to talk to us and share your experiences. I want to thank you for everything you do to help our students uh, get in through the door, make them feel welcomed and at home. Uh, And then as a Latina, two Latinas, I want to say thank you. Son un orgullo hispano. Gracias.